I've got a hunger Twisting my stomach into knots That my tongue is tied off Welcome to We Have the Facts, one novice's guide to all things FCAP for Cutie and one veteran's reflection on 20 years of history. I'm your novice, Ali Abdul Latif, and with me as always is my co-host and FCAP expert, Justin Tashi. What's up, guys? Hey, we're back, officially. Yeah, um, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> All right, no, no, no. No, no sorry. That's... <laughs> go back Go back to Saudi Arabia. I don't, oh, I, I don't want you here. <laughs> okay, um, first of all, let's address a couple things. I'd like to apologize for telling people that we're going to release episodes in July and not doing it. Well, technically, we're not lying because we're going to release something we are, that right? you already have listened yes. to. If, so hopefully by now you've listened. you've listened to... Justin's thought on the other single from Thank You For Everything. No. <laughs> it's Thank You For Today. <laughs> thank You For Today. How do you not get it? <laughs> um, it's a, It should be a short episode where Justin reveals Yeah, I talk about the, the new single that just came out. That I I'm not sharing my feelings about yeah. until we get to it. Yeah, I dreamt, I dreamt we spoke again. Yes. Uh, perfect. Uh, hope you enjoyed that episode. We haven't recorded it yet. That's just a look behind the curtain, or as Justin say, how we make the soup. <laughs> By the way, I I know that Reem's been listening to a lot of episodes. What did she have to say about that? Reem, my sister, has been listening to episodes, but she hasn't gotten to how we make the soup. Although, I would like to print out shirts if we ever get to the point where we're making merch. <laughs> how we make the soup is definitely a shirt. Um, all right. Anyway, so that's all that nice stuff. So anyway, I guess getting into that was serious nonsense. Back to the nonsense. 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 How was Saudi Arabia? Uh, it's exhaustingly fun. <laughs> uh, exhaustingly fun. Lay that out for yeah, me. I was in Saudi Arabia for three weeks uh, awaiting my visa. We haven't recorded an episode because it was like a weird time for me and I was all over the place and really didn't have time to sit down and focus and do this podcast. Um, I did get my visa, because I'm back. Woo! Uh, although moving to Baltimore pretty soon, so this podcast is going to be different very, very soon. Uh, How's it going to be different? I don't know, we're going to be in different places doing the same thing. Anyway, not I mean, a I guess, but, like, I, I'll, it'll be a lot easier. Fair enough. Um, uh, I went to Dubai to visit my sister Reem, who Justin mentioned earlier, which she's going to love that she's been, like, called out. Oh, yeah. Well, you know the only reason she fucking loves the, like, the she, not loves the podcast, but likes listening to the podcast is, one, she misses you, and two, the fact that, like, she loves being mentioned. Yeah, and she was only mentioned once in the episode that George dropped in on, but, like, that's, that's good enough for her. She's on board now. So... Saudi Arabia was like a whole thing, a lot of stress about whether I'm going to get my visa or not. There was a lot of like emotions. I got to see a lot of the family, some that was very pleasant to see, some that was like, oh God, I have to see this person again. Yeah, but like, like day one, you went to the consulate and they were like, approved. <laughs> they told me it was approved and they said it would be five days and it took about two and a half weeks. So, well, that's just the American bureaucracy <laughs> system for you. Also, there was a problem with mail, which they give it to the, the mail and they held it at the center and never told me that they had it. So I had to go and so like, ideally you could have had this. I have no idea. It was, it was a whole thing, whatever we got it. We came back. There was a whole range of emotions there where I got to see people I haven't seen in years. I got to see some great friends. Um, there were deaths in the family and new children in the family all within the three week span. I was there living. Did death cousin talk to you? 
I did see Death Cousin. <laughs> um, but Death and, Cousin, by the way. Death Cousin might listen to this show, so we're not going to tell you who Death Cousin is. <laughs> He's just going to have to guess. Anyway. It's Reem. Reem, my sister's Death Cousin. Yes. Um, so, okay. In general, Saudi. Pretty uh, decent time, I guess. Uh, some good stuff, some bad stuff. Um, I got to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, how was it? I, I didn't see it, so I... Okay, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, like, a fun whatever follow-up to Infinity War that was, like, a lot less serious and a lot whatever. It's not... In well, it's technically before Infinity War. It takes place... Wise, but... So they don't really clarify it, but it leads you to believe it's kind of concurrent, like, leading up to Infinity War. Okay. Um... But it doesn't intersect with the events of Infinity War. Yeah, hence why he wasn't in Infinity War. Yes. Um, but they mentioned in Infinity War that he's under house arrest, and then this movie you see him while he's under house arrest. I am all about the actress who plays Walter Wasp. Oh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Evangeline Lilly? Yeah. Yeah. She used to be on Lost. Good she stuff. was on... <laughs> She's a very good actress. Oh, Homer just come, came running into the room. Hey, Homer. Hi. Say hi to the podcasters. Nope. Okay. He's also uh, very wet. <laughs> he's also very wet. He just walked in the rain. Woo! Um, uh, I like Saudi because I got to see all my sisters. We're only mentioning Reem by name because uh, she's the only one decent enough to listen to the show. Yeah. Um, well, Sara refuses to listen to it because We're I'm not on mentioning it. them by name! <laughs> and I have to say Maram's name, otherwise she'll be mad that she'll be the only one that doesn't mention by name. Why? We mentioned Reem. Yeah, but she listens, so we get to mention her by name. Oh, so we don't, li- we don't, we don't list the other ones? Yes. They don't- um, and then my brother is visiting Boston right now, so I get to see my brother. Um, yeah. It's a big family. We're five people. Yeah. So, uh, what shows or concerts did you go to in Saudi? Oh, boy. <laughs> Let me tell you. No shows, no concerts, very little to do. How was your time while I was away? Well, uh, me and Homer and George, George is our roommate. I assume everyone listened to his little, uh, cameo in our one episode. Mm-hmm. And as always, Homer sits in on every episode. Yeah. Um, Homer was oh, Homer's my dog. If you, people don't know, I don't. I don't know. If, if, I think they do know. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, see the, I, I don't know why I assume people don't know this. Social media posts and stuff like that. Oh, that's true. He is in one of our posts. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, all our whopping followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they love it. <laughs> well, who's the ne- who's the country that uh, other than the UK? Because we're pretty decent in UK right now. You forgot who's, the country you love to comment about? No, who's the new Poland? Isn't there someone oh, that's, like, all about us? I think Netherlands, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Shout out to Holland. Holland. Hey, Holland. And, um, of course, UK. We couldn't do it without Oh, you. I mean, we couldn't do it without the UK. And, weirdly enough, California. A place I fucking hate. <laughs> like, I love California, <laughs> California. I'm sorry, Justin's an asshole. I fucking hate He's you. He's a Jersey kid. I love Spiriel. Also, fucking Ben Gibbard hates California, too. So... Yeah, it's funny that like he's run like several districts to California, and for some reason, our the most amount of listeners from anywhere on earth is California. Um, Maybe Zoe Deschanel just checking up on him. Uh, hey, Zoe, love you. Wow, don't don't do that. Why? I love Zoe Deschanel. She's great. Who's that girl? It's Jess. That's from you, girl. The television yes, pro- yeah, program. Yeah, yes, okay. The television program. Program. Um. Yeah, I mean, I kind of just hung out with Homer and George. Um, I'm trying this new thing called reading. It's crazy. Oh, yes. Justin, <laughs> who doesn't read, as you guys can tell, because of his pronunciation of the album 
we're currently doing, which, by the way, one of the biggest controversies of our show is, how do you pronounce the album we're about to do today? Do you want me to do it how I've reformed it, or do you want me to do it how no, I No, let's do the original, and then we'll do the reform. Transatlanticism. Transatlanticism. <laughs> and now you say? Transatlanticism. Yes. Our, we've gotten so many phone, uh, not phone calls, uh, emails about this. We've gotten uh, some comments on the subreddit about it. <laughs> People do not like how you pronounce that word. <laughs> Uh, which, by the way, I don't think we've even said this yet. Uh, by the way, sorry, guys, that this is very loose. Uh, we haven't done this in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're exercising a bit. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of talk about how the soup gets made. We're just kind of letting you guys all in right now. Um, so, now, if we're talking about soups, are we a pho? Or are we like a chicken noodle soup? I don't know. We're not, like, interesting enough to be pho. I think we're like a French onion soup where you see it on the menu, you go like, ooh, I like that, even though like it's something you've had a million times. That's okay. That's fine. We're a French okay. onion, I think. That's it, yeah. With That's like fair. a lot a lot we're we're very cheesy too. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, where was I? <laughs> you were saying that we haven't done this in a while, that's where we're still doing. Oh yeah. No no no, but before that. We were talking about transatlanticism. Yeah, well, obviously this is the Transatlanticism episode. I know that a lot of our listeners have been asking and wanting this episode. So are we just going to jump into, we're, we're done with the nonsense? We're jumping right in? Um, I mean, I just wanted to give a shout out real quick. I saw, uh, the only show that I saw while you were gone, um, well, I'm actually seeing this weekend uh, Arctic Monkeys and Radiohead. Woo. And then the Tuesday after that, I'm seeing Glassstrong and Quicksand playing the same show. Nice. So I'm fucking stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to become an emotional puddle at Radiohead. Okay. Amazing. amazing. But the band that I actually saw um, uh, in middle of July, I saw the Get Up Kids, which, by the way, their EP Kicker had came out, I think, a month or so ago. Very good. I think you all should check it out. Okay. Um, very, very true to form and very old school. Uh, kind of bridges the gap from their old school to now. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for, they're also recording a record, so it's going to be good. Cool, cool, cool. All right, I guess we should uh, jump in. All what right. are your thoughts about the record as a whole? <laughs> okay, so Transatlanticism. This is the big staple album. This is the album everyone refers to. You have a tattoo of this. We've seen several tattoos on the internet. <laughs> it's one of the most popular things on Earth. No, not on Earth. Come on. <laughs> There's a, you can get only so far with Death Cab. But it's a very, it's the most popular, I would say, album of Death Cab. It's the one I've known about the longest. Okay, I mean, I would say that probably in most... And more popular culture, I would say Plans would be the more popular, because it has I Will Follow in the Dark. That's true. That is the most popular so like, song. And, like, Soul Me Spotty. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would say they're two popular, most popular songs. But if you're, like, a music fan and like albums, I would agree that most people gravitate towards this record. So, anyway. I will say, I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> There's one exception, one song that I very much dislike. We'll get to which one it is. It might surprise you. And then there's a lot of songs in there that I think are amazing. And a couple of songs that I think are good, but like kind of are missing something. Like album tracks, you would say, probably more. Or you wish that they did something else. I wish that they did something else or something that, like, I'm not sure I'm 100% about. We'll talk about them as we go through the okay. listing. Um, I mean, do you want to discuss the album as a whole? Like, what your thoughts were? Like, I thought it was really good. I thought it took everything good about the last album. And kind of... Speaking to the photo album. Yes, uh, the photo album. And it kind of did some like more interesting stuff, more lyrically challenging, some cooler music. Um, I've seen some of the video. We said we'd do the music clips, and then we didn't do any of them. 
So maybe when we're done with everything, we'll go back and do some of the music clips. What do you mean the music clips? The the music videos. The uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. The, what yeah. Do you call it? the MTV type things. Yeah 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 yeah. Well, because uh, this record is when it first started. Yes, really. uh, and I really have not been paying much attention to them. Uh, I like saw a couple of them and. They, they were fun. It's this I, is, mean, I think when the band comes, gets fun with it. I mean, to be fair, this is the un- first incarnation of the band. Yes. You have Ben Gibbard, obviously. You have Nick Harmer. You have Christopher Walla, who have been on all the past releases. But now you have Jason Gear coming in on drums and blows the shit out of the water. Mm-hmm. And adds so much technical skill to it that makes it just almost like... And especially seeing him live doing these songs, it's just like, or just anything he does, it's just like, it seems so simple and so obvious, but like, it's so technique based that it's it's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was Homer scratching himself. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why we got silent just to hear the scratches. Um, But anyway. I um, also don't know if the microphone picked it up or at all. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Um, Uh, I don't know. It was pretty loud. Anyway, um, so yeah, do you want to just dive into the tracks or, or you're like, oh, like as a whole, like, I I mean, in my opinion, I think it's the perfect combination of photo album, like the musicality of photo album and even expanding on the musicality of photo album and with the lyricism and storytelling of, uh, we have the facts. That's true. I will also say the first album so far where I feel like Death Cab is having fun. Like you kind of see it a little bit in photo album and... Maybe even in the demo a little bit, but like it doesn't feel like they've entirely been having fun so far. Yeah, and this I think one feels uh, like the, the yeah. they're still sad boys, but they're enjoying the fact that they're sad boys. Yeah, I think this is more like a musical experience, and they're exploring themselves rather than like trying to stick to the basics, putting out music, and trying to move together as a band. Um, and I agree with your point that like the demo probably because mm-hmm. I mean one it's just him recording it all yeah. and it's like him being excited about like a fresh new thing. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like this is like the first time that they all kind of banded together and like we're all on the same page. Let's go. Yeah, and they're like doing a thing. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. So all right, do you want to? Uh, yeah, let's right in. Jump in. All right, the new year. So this is the new year. Love it. <laughs> Great opening track. I think I like most songs that, that have the word year in them for some reason. Like, I love, like, the songs about years. It always, like, has a good start to anything. <laughs> well, first of all, the most exciting opening to any album, to the album so far. Yes. That they've had. Yes. And, like, <laughs> like this is the new year, like, and this is the new era of Death Cab for me. Yeah, no, like, I mean, Death Cab is markedly I mean, can't changed. can you agree, now. though, like, this is the first offering, just the first mm-hmm. track offering of Jason McGear on drums. Yes explosive so actually speaking of that and my time back in saudi so for those of you who don't know i used to play bass guitar uh in high school and i haven't picked it up in the past seven years uh since i graduated from high school yeah and when i was last home i saw my bass guitar hanging in my room and i was like you know what i'm gonna pick it up and play it and for the first while i got blisters and bled from my fingers and whatever (laughs) but later i was listening to this album like on my bed back home and i pick up my bass guitar 
and I start playing along to the drum track. Yeah. Like, I started playing bass to the drum track of the song because, like, it's such so catchy and fun. Yeah, no, it's... I mean, the I mean one of my favorite lines that Ben Gibbard ever has scribed in, in any of these songs is, um, I wish the world was flat like the old days, mm-hmm. then, then I could travel just by folding the map. Yes, I, I've like, seen that lyrics on tattoos and stuff, ooh. and I thought, like, oh, that's pretty cool. And <laughs> the song that kind of makes sense. It's just... It's um, I mean... When you're coming from the explosive, just like one off, like just boom, boom, and then like doing one lyric at a time, mm-hmm. and then when we finally like build up to it, and then it, you you uh, come into the scene where you're on the you're on this uh, like the front lawn of like a, a party and stuff like that, and like you're just like you're in it, and it's just you know, the song just builds from there. Yeah, it's a great live track when they play it live. It's just captivating as hell. Mm-hmm. Um. One of my favorite tracks. Uh, I agree. And I think they're, I would have to say, in my opinion, I think it's their best album opener that they've ever had. So, I mean, obviously you can't say that, but I, in my opinion, I think it's their best album. It's opener. pretty great. It's a strong song. It's a strong way to start this album. And it like immediately won me over. It made me get excited to hear the rest of this album because I was worried it was like a little bit overhyped or maybe it's like we have the vaccine, we're voting yes, where I don't completely connect with the rest of the audience's reaction and i was worried like if i don't it's love be another one of those i thought if i don't love this album fans will stop listening to this show <laughs> <laughs> all right um next track all right lightness there is a tear in the fabric of your favorite dress and i'm sneaking glances looking for the So far, Ben Gibbard's reading my mind. It <laughs> solves my number one issue with We Have the Facts, which is it, it changes up. We go from that very fun song to more of a sad boy song. Yeah, but like at the also at the same point, I would say this is probably one of the best songs they do slow well. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it is a really, really good song. It's a well, like, it's a slow the song. Synths but... play like really mm-hmm. nice. It's and then the the twinkling guitar every 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 couple chords just like mm-hmm. it just it builds it and it's really nice. It also highlights Ben Gibbard's voice very well, which I think his voice is hit or miss for me. Sometimes I'm very pro his voice, and sometimes I'm not very much about it. Okay. For example, when he does the Morrissey cover, and I <laughs> hated it. Um, but in this song, it really is highlighted. Very beautifully, and like, you well, know, and I think enjoy his, his song. Well, and I think from here on out, I think you'll start to see that they kind of realize that his voice goes very well with style, mm-hmm. and then they continue in that style. Very, very fair. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm just gonna warn everybody. I'm literally just gonna read lyrics off and just to just fucking yes. go, go. So this is just his yeah. favorite album. He has the tattoo on his arm, like we said. You guys have seen pictures on the Instagram. So he's I very mean, alright, all I gotta say is your heart is a river that flows from your chest through every organ, your brain is the dam, and I am the fish, you can't reach the core. What the fuck? It's very <laughs> The entire album is strong lyrics. Speaking of strong lyrics, let's go into the next song, Title and Registration. 
this is one of the most fun songs, maybe the most fun song I think Death Cab had. It's not that the music is fun, but it's fun wordplay, or not wordplay, but like, it's a fun way to introduce a story, really. Well, in my opinion, I think this is Line of Best Fit 2.0, but like, let's take all the good things and make them better. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like the glove compartment isn't actually isn't accurately named. Yeah. And then he goes into this whole thing, and it's kind of like funny. It's not fun. It's funny. Yeah, I know. Well, and that's the whole thing. I think that people kind of forget is that like Ben Gibbard is a pretty sarcastic, snarky guy. Yeah, so but like, I think this is really that the song that shows it the best. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's I think a well orchestrated song into telling a sad story by going through this like kind of absurdist route and. It like so far this at record has been hitting every point for me. Yeah, no, I mean, um, also if we were watching the videos, it's an interesting video. Oh, it's so, yeah, it? yeah, it's, and this one's this one's actually cool. It's what not like a dopey one. It's like they're doing an operation, and then like his like body parts are paper, and they're like coming out. Ooh, so artsy. Yeah, <laughs> so it's very very uh, indie esque. Okay, it reminds me. It's like kind of like that. What's that fucking maze movie that we just watched? Oh, Dave made a maze. I love that movie. Go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. No one's going to enjoy this but me. <laughs> it's basically if you took that and made a music video. Well, why do you like the music video, not the movie then? I don't know, it's three minutes of it, not fucking an hour and a half. Anyway, it's it's a very good song, and I, I really enjoy this one. Yeah, I mean, the wordplay on this is fun. It's a catchy track. Um, yeah, great, great song. All right, Expo 86. Sometimes I think this cycle never ends. We slide from top to bottom, then we turn and climb again. And it seems by the time that I have This song is the first one that I'm, like, lukewarm about. I don't dislike it. I don't love it. It's kind of, like, a good song. It kind of feels like a filler track for me. Oof. Uh, one of my favorites. One of your favorites, really? Wow. What about uh, it is your favorite? Because I really want to hear what sells you on this song. Uh, I mean, I like that it, it's kind of like if you took title, title and registration and combined it with New Year in the sense that it's, like, slow to fast. Yeah, I just think um, find incredibly clever or incredibly I mean, I... I mean, I guess it's it's one of his more, like, there's not, it's more of a, it's not show, don't tell. He literally just tells you mm-hmm. the whole thing. So it is a story of just, like, getting disappointed with things, knowing the result, what's the point, do it, do it again, repeat, whatever. And I don't know, I, I feel like at least when I was listening to this record for the first couple of times and, like, really getting into this album... That was in that point in my life that I was just like, well, fuck. <laughs> okay. So, like, I don't know. I, I think the song resonates very well with that. So, mm-hmm. and then that feeling of just like, well, why try? Because it's just going to keep coming to the same result. It didn't hit the same points for me, which kind of, like, disappointed me. It's not a bad song at all. It's a pretty good song. Yeah. It just didn't hit. I mean, to be fair, we're talking about the best record. There's, like, yeah. <laughs> the songs, like, don't all have to be amazing. And, you know, but at least they all have their, their, you know, 
good size. Fair enough. All right, this next one, um, like whether you uh, know this album or not, whether you're a Death Cab fan or just listening because you like the nonsense, I think you will recognize this song, The Sound of Settling. I've got a hunger Twisting my stomach into knots That my tongue is tied off My brain's repeating If you've got an impulse, let it out But they never make it past my Okay, so theme track. That's, our, that's the theme song to our show. Justin gave me a couple options when we were when he first pitched me this show, and this was one of the songs he thought would work for a theme song. And I listened to it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's perfect. That's what we're doing." Yeah. Um, what are your initial thoughts about the song? Okay, so I like the song. Uh, the ba 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 ba. Like I thought I would not like it, but it's very reminiscent for me to uh, "Hey Beautiful" by the Solids, which is. The theme song to How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is and like it's just like that fun thing that like if every song was like that, I would hate it. Yeah. But the fact that it's just this one song, it's kind of fun. No, this song is let's have fun. Yes. Yeah, like it's like forget about today. Yes. Let's let's just hang out. Yes, it's it's a very fun song. It's there's a reason we chose it to be our theme song. It's because we both enjoy it very much. Um, also, this is, this is one of the quirky yeah. MTV videos. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the, the video for this one, yes. <laughs> I agree. But, like, everyone was doing it. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well this, of that's course. a way to sell your album. Well, well yeah, like and this is also their last release before they went to uh, a major label. So they were still on Bar Suck at this point. Okay. Um, I mean, I believe even when they went to Atlantic, they were still doing all their vinyl releases through mm-hmm. Bar Suck, but okay. everything, I mean... We're also talking about the early 2000s. Vinyl sales weren't exactly super high. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, but yeah, so uh, this is the last release on Barsack, and for good reason, because they would get the funding and we'll get into, uh, major label uh, interest. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's do Tiny Vessels. This is the moment that you know that you told her that you loved her Touch her skin This song slows it down again, and I love it. <laughs> I am so into the album at this point, like song after song. <laughs> but I like how it's like, okay, cool. yeah. So we're having fun now. Let's be real yeah. sad. <laughs> Which that's what I think this song, this album, does very well. Is that it? The 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 happy songs are very, um, they're they're very happy, but also like sad subtext. And the sad songs are sad, but also kind of a little bit have a happy subtext to them. Yeah. Which this Tiny Vessels definitely does have, like, um, like a sense of, like, being content with it. With his yeah, I mean, I feel like we've all, I mean, I don't know if we, I can say we've all, but I've, I've been in this place where, you know, you're with somebody, 
you kind of realize after a little bit that it's not going anywhere, but, mm-hmm. like, you're both adults, so why not just stay and have the fun? And sometimes that's hard to gripe with, but I feel like in this song, he's dealing with it fine. Yeah. It's just that he's concerned with what the uh, partner will say or feel. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very self-reflective. It's very enjoyable. It, I, I, I like it a lot. I think it's a good song. I think it's a good slow song. Yeah, no, it's one I mean, of my favorite slow songs of theirs. Yeah, I mean, I think that this record, if anything, is it, it's to you. I would assume is like the slow songs kind of speak to you, yes, like in a different way rather than like in the past where they mm-hmm. kind of bored you or been monotonous to you. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I mean, and also just the one one note, and I mean, I should have talked about this when we were talking about the record as a whole. This record, literally every song flows into one another. Yeah. That's the, like, it's like literally when you're talking about album listening yes. and like flow, it's perfect record. So please, if you, if you, I know a lot of people listen to this show and are either familiar with the songs from before because they're Death Cab fans or just fans of the nonsense and are listening in just for our bullshit. If you're at all interested, listen to the album as a whole because it's a different experience. We're only playing snippets here. So you're yeah. not really getting those transitions. But exactly. It's, it's really interesting. I mean, I would assume for the Death Cab fans... You've listened to this album a million times. A million times. You might have it tattooed on you. I don't know. <laughs> we've, got, we've got people that have had similar tattoos and have commented on it. But. So um, anyway, but uh, I guess we should go to the next track. All right. So the next is our title track, Transatlanticism. <laughs> so a, yeah. All right. <laughs> This is the one song I hate. It's not the worst song. What's wrong with you? That they've ever made. First of all, this is a, just to give you context. This is the song they always close with. This is the song that I think is the worst on this album. I think it's a slow song that they played after a slow song that was better than it. I think Tiny Vessels is a better song. So when I go from a slow song to another slow song, I want it to like add a level, and it doesn't add a level for me. I literally feel like the song, at least like... How I, much crap am I getting? Oh, 100%. Like you're, you're fucked. <laughs> um, it's not terrible. It's not a terrible song. It's not Pictures in an Exhibition. Fuck you, Pictures in an Exhibition. <laughs> this is a good song that I am just saying is the worst on the album, which is a shocker because the album's called Transatlanticism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me give you to you this way. When I first listened to this song, I thought of like the scene where Frodo says goodbye to Sam and they're going on this ship to leave Middle Earth. This okay. trans, so this like this <laughs> transcendental moment. This brings like homoeroticism <laughs> into your life. Yeah, just no, just this. We're going out. We're straight to hobbits. Fucking yeah. is what you're thinking. Yeah, yes, on. exactly. Of course. No, but just, just this like we're just going into the world, and we don't know what's gonna happen, but we're we're not afraid. That shit. All right. That's this the overwhelming feeling that I get. All right. I am sorry, Death Cab fans. <laughs> However, I will not back down. I think this is the weakest song on the album. 
And that is that. I am sorry, <laughs> Justin. We just lost 50% of our listeners. UK will not listen anymore. The, UK, the entire <laughs> British population were like, nope, not having it. <laughs> All right. Passenger seat. <sighs> Are we done? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Passenger seat. I don't want to talk to you about it this anymore. <laughs> So we start slow with tiny vessels. Uh, we go uh, to transatlanticism, which is not much slower than uh, than tiny vessels for me, really. I think it has like a triumphant crescendo. Though. Yeah, it does have a triumphant crescendo, and then passenger seat, which takes it re- like it goes glacially slow. Yeah, and I think now that's a market enough change. Yeah, it's a market enough change where I'm like really paying attention to the lyrics. Yeah. And no, this and one I, connects. This one hits. Well, and I feel like it's like we've all been on that long drive, had self-reflective moments. I mean, this whole album is about a long-distance relationship mm-hmm. and going through that. Yeah, it's a very drivey... Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of driving, a lot of that, which, like, in, in, in my opinion, or at least in a lot of the albums that I tend to gravitate towards, that's a central theme. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> um, like, You're not even a road trip guy. Yeah, I fucking hate traveling, honestly. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, this actually is on the live record they do with uh, Magic Magic Orchestra. Okay. So they have this song, but imagine it with strings. Mm-hmm. In the in like in the sections, it's so fucking good. Um, yeah, it's I, it's I like it. It's a good song. It's yeah, yeah, it's solid. Okay, All right, let's uh, move on to the next track. All right, death of an interior decorator. You were the mother of three girls so I did not love the song the first time, and then second, third listening, like it kind of like grew on me, and I became a fan of it. It it, it has something to it that I can't really speak to. Wow! So this is the song I don't like. Really? <laughs> I I I don't dis. Okay, look, I like every song on the record. Okay, uh, whatever. But like, I I can skip the song honestly. Like, I don't. Feel okay, it's not an essential for it's, me, yeah, but I, it does have an, a quality that I do enjoy. Like, I even just don't like that drum intro weird thing. Yes, yeah, no, that, that's, I think, why I disliked it at first. I thought this was going to be my breakout. I, was, I, I hate felt very hokey. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 didn't, I don't know. I didn't like it. Okay, so going back to the transatlanticism thing real quick. <laughs> I feel like I always need to pick a hate track. I feel like I've trapped myself in this persona because of my initial reaction to pictures in the exhibition. And when I first listened to this album, I thought Death of an Interior Decorator was going to be my hate track. Yeah. Not Transatlanticism, which I did not, because I don't hate that song. But it ended up, this one kind of grew on me what Transatlanticism never actually did for me. 
That's fair. And I feel like, to be fair, I think one thing that the listeners also need to realize and, and that I realize in doing this with you yeah. is that you're listening to the record in like a week. Yeah, <laughs> so I have like, one week. You have no experience think... with it. Yes. You haven't like felt any like... I do not have history. Yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily going through the right emotions when I'm listening yeah, to exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you know, you're looking at it objectively through your lens and yes. your style. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that. But yeah, speaking to the song, I don't hate it by any means. I it, It's definitely just like, I mean, I'll listen to it if it's on, but it's definitely not a uh, mainstay for me. All right. All right. Well, I guess there's not much to say about it. We look like giants. God bless the daylight, the sugary smell of springtime, remembering when you were mine, and still superb and You hate it. No. Oh. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to, but fuck it. I'm going to do it. This is my favorite Death Cap song of all time. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is, no, this is like my... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we agree. No, this is straight up like my favorite. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, hands down. It's definitely one of my top five so far. It's such a good song. It's definitely my... Like, we're not supposed to do favorites and least favorites of the album, but everyone kind of knows already. So this one's my favorite of the album. Transatlanticism would be my least favorite on the album. I mean, like, this is my favorite song of Death Cab career. But, yeah. um, I, like, so obviously my favorite song on the record. Um, I mean, I can one? say my other favorite because What's this your other is just favorite? not really fair. The New Year. That would be my other yeah, favorite, too. Like, yeah, like that's yeah, such a good yeah. song. Yeah. No, I mean, like, look, I love the record. Like, I like all the songs, but, like, this is my fucking favorite yeah. song. Sound of Settling, <laughs> I enjoy a lot, but because of the bop, bop, bop thing, yeah. I can't listen to all the time. Yeah. It definitely deserves I mean, some mood. Fair. Yeah, it's more of a bop, bop around song. Yeah. No, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I, when I saw them play this live one time, literally at the last part where, like, it just plays out at the yeah. end. Fucking Ben Gibbard has second drum set and drums along with, nice. with Jason at the same time. Nice. That was at the um, at the Williamsburg Park show. It was That's right on very, the East River. It's it shows that Death Cab has energy. Kind of it builds from in in like a similar way we've seen Death Cab do before. It's really exploring this like building a song from like yeah. slow to intense, and it does it very beautifully well, with just, energy and like. I think it's um, something that something like a band like brand new does very well which mm-hmm. is like controlled chaos yes because they erupt but it's not like messy yes it's like like i think controlled chaos is the perfect term and this is the best controlled controlled chaos that death cab has brought to the table in their near 20 year i don't know 20 year uh career yeah it's over 20 years now. yeah um i think fucking this record i mean this song uh, love it every time I play it live. The lyrics um, speak very much to that th- central theme of a long-distance relationship and dealing with the past um, and looking back. I mean, this record you know, as a whole, I don't think is the most emotional because I feel like it's more of a self-reflective record, Yeah, it's... which I think is almost nicer to deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, Death Cab definitely has records where it's like in the moment, issues that's what i was about like, to say this feels like you've you've dealt with it you've intellectualized it and you're commenting on it yeah which is like i think a more healthier place to be at yes i mean look not all people have the luxury of being in that place at the yes, time that's fair but i think that we can all agree that this is one of those we've thought it through oh, that's such a deep 
deep talks with Justin. Oof, Justin delving in deep for all these sad boys and girls out there. Um, uh, I any guess sad, should... non-gender, non-binary. There's like a lot of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Of I, sadness yeah. that we could be reflecting. Come on, on. man. I don't mean to put you all in a male, I female. Fucking let I'm people, sorry. You piece of I shit. I apologize for um, my use of. You didn't need your, your lack of inclusion. So let's go on to lack of color. It's it's uh I mean it's a slow close. It's but a slow we just close, had but that. it's not a very sad slow close. Yeah, it's no. an interesting sad close. It's juxtaposed to the new year that starts the album. Yeah, so, like you start the album with whatever. Now we're we're ending it on a slow song. So well, we nice. just also had that explosion. Yeah, like giants. Yes. So like we're we're good. It's, it's <laughs> not really you down, being like, all right, we're coming to a close. Like this is the the all right, we're lulling you out of this. Goodbye. It's very nice. It's it's a strong end to an album. Well, and one thing I will say, I mean, it has nothing to do with really the song. Mm -hmm. I would say song placement. I could see Transatlanticism being the last track. That might have made me like the song more. And I think that, I think they, not they failed, but I think that it would have been better placed there. But at the same time, then I don't think a lack of color would exist, have a good place on this record otherwise. Yeah, you'd have to rewrite the entire scrap album the track or, or yeah. put it on something else. Yes. Um, because, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, but I mean, everything flows perfectly, but I would say that if they built it up to end that way. That's, you know what? I probably would have not had a least favorite track had Transatlantic. Well, it feels like there. there's an ending track in the middle. Yes, that's my really only. That's what I say. It is. It does feel like an ending track. Like you said, they end their concerts on it, and that makes sense. Yeah, like I mean, like, like, come on, yeah. like you know, what I mean, yeah. like it just echoes in the room as everyone just like kind of like peters out. Yes, it's. But anyway, we should give it. We should give it a lack of color. It's due. Um, uh, a I lack think... of color, but like a lack of commenting on it. <laughs> oh! oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I think uh, it's good ending track. Uh, very reminiscent of what is to come with I Will Follow You Into the Dark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, I know that's, that's one of the few Death Cap songs I knew before we started this podcast. So, um, no, I mean, I think this is one of their best, like, just Ben Gibber with an acoustic guitar and just, it's it's a beautiful track. But yet again, nothing on this record is particularly very sad. Mm -hmm. Like, you can see this song going in that direction. Yeah. But it, it has the undertones of being like a completely sad desperate song but it's not really yeah it's it's it's, a, it's an emotion that's been thought through yeah as opposed to a I raw think, emotion well, like i feel like a lot of we have the facts well i mean and to be fair i mean if you look at it, the records that he's made are he's thought it through now mm -hmm. like he's gone through the emotional stages yes like we have the facts is like Clearly, he had no facts, actually, <laughs> and he needed to think through the process. Yeah, 
<laughs> so that was his him in the process of thinking. Mm -hmm. Whereas this is like, we've thought it out. Let me lay it out with pretty words now. All right. So thoughts about the album as a whole, I guess. I, I like it. It's so far the strongest contender. Um, we will. Again, I would just say best record the, 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 so far. We're going to do our rankings. No, afterwards. I mean, would you say like out of the ones that you. Oh, so you don't even want. Yeah, I want to uh, do an episode uh, after all right, we're all right, done right, when right, we do like right. rank all the albums. Okay, It'll be a good thing. That's fair. Uh, we can talk about like how I felt about Death Cab in general uh, when we're done with everything. Um, but so far, like, it's a strong, strong contender. It's a, it's a very good album. Uh, I like track by track think they're all great. I don't really think that. Now, it's is there something terrible. cool to? Because I know you listened to the record while flying to Saudi and yes, coming back. Yes. Was there like cool effect to that? It because it's a very travel oriented um, album in general. I felt like connected to some parts of it. Yeah. Um, especially some songs that like kind of have more of a triumphant feel to them mm -hmm. felt enjoyable, especially on my way back, like the new year. Cause like I'm starting a new chapter of my life. Like that one, like really connected on my way back, like hit home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's fair. Um, I also, right after listening to that, I paused listening to the album, jumped real quick to listening to this year by the mountain goats, <laughs> which I thought was a good entry. That's fair. Uh, Cause it kind of reminds me a little bit of that kind of feeling. Well, it's like, um, I don't know if you do this, but I do certain songs in certain places when uh -huh. I literally drive to them or whatever. Yeah. So every time I go on the Mass Pike, I listen to Mass Pike by yeah, the Kids. Um, there's a song that Brandon does, Loading the Government Center, so I'll listen to that every time I come home from the airport. Okay. <laughs> it's just stupid, dumb traditions. No, I'm you, have, you have to have them. <laughs> Anytime I go to California, I like have like, a bunch of going to California songs. Like, yeah, going to California that's fair. By, uh... Uh, Led Zeppelin are a bunch of like two box songs about California. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I mean, do you have anything that you want to plug? I guess um, I mean, um, that's that's the that's the big episode, guys. I mean, yeah, I guess you guys never have to listen to us ever again. But if you'd like to, we uh, are coming we, up with some cool stuff very soon. Yeah, we have Narrow Stairs and Plans, uh, which are I guess are the two other big big albums. Yeah, before we get to some of the more controversial stuff later with. Well, like, I would say new new age Death Cab. Yeah. It's like the new era. So we have two more of, like, the classic yeah, um, uh, that people love. And we're also coming up with the concept of, well, we're going to run out of Death Cab records, guys. Yes. Um, we, we will talk about that when we get to it. We I think. would like to talk about that when we get to it, but it would be interesting to hear what you guys like to hear. Yes. Would Tell us what bands you guys are listening to, what else you think deserves commentary, um, because we're trying to define the podcast post- Death Cab. Yeah, and it's like we want to carry we want to carry at least some of you with us to yes. the next next phases of. What's we will going definitely on. be covering uh, Postal Service. We will be covering some of the solo projects some of the band members have done. But after that, we're we're gonna stray a little bit away from Death Cab. We'll always come back to Death Cab news. We'll always come back to our yeah. roots. But we're gonna try up some new stuff after we're done with everything. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to hear what you guys just kind of envision or have an idea about, and you know. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but uh, like like always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Facts Pod. Email us with, with any of these suggestions at um, we have the Facts Pod at gmail.com. Also, uh, we post in the sub Death Cab subreddit yes. pretty frequently. Uh, hasn't been so frequent because the episodes haven't been coming out. But we're happy to be back. It's exciting that our brown guys back in the back in the country. Woo! Uh, Homer is very excited about it. Um, 
other than that, um, do you have anything that you want to plug? Yeah, so... Um, or a list that you've been listening to or right, watching? Alright, so I've been listening a lot to... The did you watch Barry? I have not let, watched Barry. What the fuck? Sorry, the, the, on the airplane, they had episode two, three, and four for some reason. Not episode one. And like I was like, not about it. To be fair, I have HBO now, so you can watch it. All right. I will be watching Barry. And, and my Hulu's on your uh, Xbox now. So All right. You can watch we'll it. probably talk about it soon. Then. Um, but I've been listening a lot to The Leftover Cuties. I'm not even going to pretend to know that. Okay. They are these this weird indie band that existed for a short period of amount of time and that I really enjoy. So if you're into The Leftover Cuties, holler at me. Um, um, other than that, I watched the show Corporate, which is very weird, and I don't assume any of you would like it, but I think it's pretty cool. Um, and maybe uh, watch Dave Made a Maze. <laughs> um, uh, things I'd like to... I mean, I already plugged it in the beginning of the podcast, but I very much think that you should listen to the new Get Up Kids EP and support them. They are killing it, and they're 20-plus years into their career and still doing a great job. Um, I'm very excited because the the next wave of bands for Riot Fest are getting announced. I already got my tickets. I'm excited to go to that. I can't wait to see who's going to be on it. Um, it's very cool what I think they're doing. So they actually got um, their ticket fly got hacked. I don't know if you know about this. Oh, no, I did not know about this. So ticket fly got hacked. So they went on sale and literally ticket fly got hacked the next day. And oh, everybody that bought tickets from Riot Fest on ticket fly or anyone that bought tickets on ticket fly, um, mm all their emails were stolen oh, and all that's kind of shit um and Ryan Fest actually got a settlement out of it okay like, got money for it because you know it's not their pro yeah. not their problem or fault um and what's really cool is they could have just kept the settlement or whatever but they're actually um anyone that bought a ticket gets a free additional GA pass or a subsidized rate for 2019 oh, nice. that's pretty cool I was like that's I don't know. Like that just shows that the fact that it's an indie, a true independent festival. Yeah, it's not based on corporate greed. That's and I fair. think that that's really awesome. Um, do you want to play a track or something? Yeah. Do you want to do my band or yours? Let's do yours. You seem excited. Uh, but my so, band doesn't I mean, exist anymore. You can't really support them, or you can't support them, but they don't really do. Yeah, anything. and I mean, uh, I think I think it'd be yeah. We got we should do it. Um, I think we should play this song. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do maybe. On Kicker by uh, the song is called Maybe by the Get Up Kids on the EP Kicker. Oh, also, by the way, technically Leftover Cuties is still active, but they're not released something uh, since 2013. All right, here's Maybe. <laughs> Storm, no car. 